0: I can barely walk, I got hit with a sledgehammer. Well, weapons are not only welcome they're allowed. Basketballs don't hold crutches. What's going on guys? Ruben Prime here for another episode of Table for One Wrestling for July 28th, 2019. Happy Sunday guys. Unfortunately, is the end of the weekend, so soon we'll all be going back to work and grinding from 9 to 5. Or, you know, if you work a day job or if you work overnights, yikes, I totally feel for you. I trust me I worked overnights before. Not pretty. You don't get a lot of vitamin D and your sleep patterns are all over the place. So oh man, like but regardless guys, uh, enjoy your Sunday cuz tomorrow will be back to grinding and the trains will no longer be running, you know, out of off schedule because of, you know, construction and planned work. And for those who who don't live in New York. So our uh, subway system here is the MTA. So on weekends from Saturday at 12.01 a.m. to Monday at 12.01 a.m., basically starting, you know, after midnight ending on Monday... The trains, a lot of the the lines on the system, they essentially uh, they run, they, they are rerouted due to work on the tracks, work on uh, many of the different subway stations, uh, track switches, uh, cleaning trash and whatnot, or just doing electrical checks. And on the weekends, if you work on the weekends. And you have to take the train, or any, you know, especially the train. It is a bitch to get to work. You gotta get even. You gotta get up even earlier because the trains could be running local, or the trains could be rerouted. So you gotta do all this running around to make sure you get to work on time. So one good thing about the week is that the trains run normal until someone wants to. Uh, surf on top of the on top of the subway car or they want to throw a shopping cart on the tracks or uh, a dog you know gets on the tracks somehow it's happened before so that's one good thing about the week is that you don't have to worry about the trains the rerouting, you know, everything runs on schedule, supposed to on the week on the during the weekdays, unless there's something that happens with a lot of things we can't control. But that's one good thing to look forward to for the week if you guys live in New York City. So uh, trust me, you guys know the struggle of you know working and you know going to school, and just commuting in the big city so that's just a little tip for you guys, so yeah, it's a Sunday, so you're here, for one reason, one reason only, to talk some wrestling, so we will be definitely talking some wrestling, and uh, b- before we get into it, I wanna give a few shout outs, a few shameless plugs, but not shameless, because... You know, these are my, these are my compadres, my friends, me, me amigos, me hermanos. And, and, uh, want to get them a shout out. So, of course, we have Rome himself. For those of you who know, he is one half of the Ruben Rome Wrestling Connection podcast. And a third of the Roundtable podcast here on Room Prime TV podcast network and he has a monthly tournament going and it's called regime royale so it's an online tournament it's uh, free to enter uh no entry fee required just the the requirements that are that are on you need to have good internet good decent internet but you need to have an ethernet it's a must Don't play on Wi-Fi because it's going to ruin the quality of the match. And you don't want any excuses thrown down your way from, you know, from yourself or from your competitor, you know, your opponent that you're going to be facing. And please, 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 because this is a thing that when it comes to organizing, uh, events and tournaments, please make sure you be on time and make sure that you, you're on stream and, uh, Rome himself twitch is twitch.tv slash Rome himself. And for any updates concerning Regime Royale, it's in two weeks by the way. It is his Twitter is at romulus himself. And again, I'll put everything in the description below so you can if you guys are interested. Because I know uh some of you guys are into fighting games. So he'll be, of course, the game that they'll be playing for, of course. Of uh, course, I gotta, I gotta mention it's only the most important thing. It is Samurai Shodown. So Samurai Shodown uh, has been released a little over a month or so, I, I believe. It will take, I think, a month, two months. The game is is weapon based and unforgiving. So you make one mistake, half your life goes bye bye, and a lot of cool. Uh, cool assortment of characters. And the game is fun. It's fun to watch. you know. It's fun to spectate. And it's fun to play. And it's a, a bit of a. I don't want to say a learning curve. But it's not like your traditional fighter. But it is fun. And just by spectating it for a while. You will have a good time. For sure. So if you guys want to enter. Uh, the Regime Royale. It's free. I'll again link on the description below of this podcast where you can sign up. And I'll just give you uh uh Ron himself's Twitter one more time. That is Ramos Himself at Ramas Himself. That's his Twitter and his Twitch to view it. And I'll have dates and everything. His Twitch is Rome Himself. Just simple. And speaking of uh Roundtable uh Agent Neil. He is one third of the Roundtable. So if you guys are looking for headers, banners, logos, hit him up. He is a graphic design artist and he does layouts, Twitch layouts as well. If you guys have a Twitch channel and you want a cool uh, a cool layout for your for your Twitch, hit him up. If you want a banner for your for your Twitter, your Facebook, any social media, he has your back. So hit him up at Twitter dot com slash agent one two three. So again, that is Twitter dot com slash agent one two three. And of course I'll be everything all the ones that I love a good link party in the description of this podcast below. And hold up, the the link party isn't over. It's 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 we still got many uh, links to give out so next up it is the hsc the hardcore strong style coalition boys we got to give them some love here uh stay tuned because they will have a new podcast up regarding all the g1 results and it's been a long grueling uh couple of days this tournament is long so we, you will be definitely getting a podcast from them, um, from Cosmic Kaiser and Heracles, and if uh, Super Freak or Ron himself will be on, they'll be one of the guests um, for the podcast. But if you want to follow their their Twitch, Super Freak has a Twitch, so does Cosmic Kaiser. So it will be Cosmic Kaiser six for. Twitter, so it is twitch.tv slash CosmicKaiser6, also twitch.tv slash SuperFreak187 and SuperFreak, good friend of of ours, of the podcast, really cool dude, he if you guys love retro games, old school games, he has your back and for CosmicKaiser6, if you love uh the world of japanese culture and voiceover work he has a very booming voice more booming than mine so you know that i'm steering you in the right direction so if you guys want to listen to his voice definitely hit him up on twitch give him a subscribe give Super free, a, a subscribe, and give Rome himself a, a subscribe as well. And a follow. Give all of them a follow, give them all of them a subscribe. It's, it's 15 bucks. Like, most people spend 15 bucks in one day. I do too, trust me. Uh, not very proud of that. Hey, I'm a hungry man. I'm starving here. So, you're all starving artists here. So, if you guys want some good entertaining uh, Twitch streams, gaming, uh, culture, and whatnot. Those three got your back. If you want your your graphic design hookup, go to Agent Neil. He has your back as well. So, plugs out of the way. Long, grueling plugs, but I, I love those guys and they have supported me and they support the podcast since it started, so I gotta give him a shout-out. It's only fair. We're family here, so we gotta support each other, and we gotta uplift each other, because that's what family do. It could be a pain in the neck, but we support each other nonetheless. So, with that being said, let's get on with the show. So, like I mentioned before, we have a lot of wrestling news to cover. Let's get into some Raw reunion news. So, I'm not gonna go over raw and smackdown from this week because nothing much went down except for the raw reunion and even this year for as raw reunions go and anniversary shows and whatnot and and throwbacks and nostalgia the show had its few highlights and i'm gonna go over them in a bit but it was just it was kind of off to me it felt kind of off and I don't know just to, to me it felt lacking, but understandably like not everyone can make it you know where where um raw reunion was taking place on Monday night at Tampa so of course not everyone can make it you know they had a, other obligations, you know a lot of these um a lot of these uh former uh wrestlers performers like. They have their own lives, so they can't always make it to these reunion shows, and it's unfortunate. And also, two people that were invited well, there's a few people that were invited, but the, the two that I'm a highlight are Bret Hart and Jim Ross. And you know, Jim Ross is in AEW; he's a the the announcer for AEW. He was giving he was he he was given blessing. Uh, to to go, Vince asked him he, to invite him, and uh, Tony Khan gave him his blessing to go, but Jim Ross declined. And I understand, like he doesn't want to create controversy. All oh, Jim Ross, he's he's in AEW, but he's he's in, he's in WWE, so they don't want to start. He he didn't want to start anything because you know, as as try and true mantra of the wrestling community there's always there's always drama. They will fish out drama. So he didn't want that for the wrestling business. And I commend him for that. And there'll probably be other reunion shows. So this is not like the end of the world. And, you know, it is what it is. Also, Bret Hart, he was invited to come to the Raw Reunion, but he declined because he didn't want to get shit on since he was at double or nothing when he re- revealed the new AEW world title on the show so he didn't want to get essentially bopped by vince and wwe because they will probably that will that will probably happen and and those two guys are smart like they're not looking out for their themselves but they're looking out for the business, they don't want any more controversy. They don't want any more drama than it already is because people just gravitate towards that, and they just just twist things and construe things. So they didn't want that, and I commend them, and you know, and especially Bret Hart, like Jesus Christ, like he got attacked by a fan during the Hall of uh, Hall of Fame ceremony, uh, WrestleMania weekend, and he fall he fell off the stage at double or nothing. So. I, I think it's safe to say that he wants to just, uh, you know, avoid, uh, another final destination moment happening because, uh, one time, you know, whatever, two times pushing it three times. No. Uh, and we need him alive. We need Brahar alive. So it's good that he stood away. Cause it's, uh, Ooh, it's, it's, uh, He's He had a hard uh, couple of months, so uh, hopefully he'll, you know, he'll rebound. But, yes. So that, and Stone Cold, I want to talk about. Uh, well, yeah, let's talk about Stone Cold. He appeared at the end of the Raw reunion show, and he invited all the wrestlers to the ring, and he was just talking about how WWE is a family, and his promo was heartfelt, and that's a superstar, that is a superstar, like, I'm sorry, like, yeah, like, oh, like, WWE considers, you know, Seth Rollins, and then someone like Kurt Hawkins to be a superstar, Austin is a superstar, he, he came out, the glass shatter, like, everyone, like, I marked out. When he came out in the glass, like, the glass shatter, like, I, you, you cannot, like, you, when you go back and watch and, and listen to the crowd reactions and the attitude era, and even during the Ruthless Aggression era, like, he came out and the whole stadium came glue everyone screaming at the top of their lungs, everyone popped, the crowd popped immensely, and you got that tonight, but that can never, that can never happen because WWE has, they don't want the wrestlers to be larger than life. So what they do is they just put everyone in the same boat. Oh, everyone's a superstar. They put guys like Kurt Hawkins, Zach Ryan. I love those guys. I love those guys. So, you know, the Edgeheads. How can you forget the Edgeheads? Um... They're stars, but they're not superstars. And we can never have another Rock or Austin, like the last person or Cena, the last person that we had, like that had any semblance of of superstar was Cena. And then to some extent, Daniel Bryan, when people were clamoring for him during the whole uh, title picture for a WrestleMania 30, like that was, I believe, the last moment, the last semblance of of of, uh, of a superstar that we had. And yeah, you can say, "Oh, what about Kofi Kingston?" But after he got the title, he he fills it out, but he gets a decent reaction when he was at the New Day, and the New Day is over, and it will always be over. But you just can't like, um, he's not captivating. A lot of these guys on on the roster, and not captivating. Same thing for Seth Rollins. Cool, cool music. Just not captivating, and it's a truly a shame because we need a, a level of, of superstar of rock, Austin, you know, Hogan. Regardless of what you think of him, just star power. Yeah, Austin did some some shit, too, but people glossed that over. But because the stuff with Hogan is recent, then people will only remember that. And, you know, since people are like, oh, The Rock left, he he thinks he's he's better than WWE. He is. He doesn't need WWE. WWE WWE needs him. The Rock, if he were to, if he would have showed up at the Raw reunion... He he didn't have any prior you know engagements or obligations. He would have showed up, but he doesn't need WWE. WWE needs him, and that's just that's just the fact. It's it's I don't want to admit it. I love The Rock, but he is bigger than the WWE, and it is what it is. And we just need more. We need WWE to to loosen the grip that they have over the talent and let them be themselves and have the wrestlers because they are wrestlers be able to perform and and just you know just be able to add and go out there and let them go off the script and and let them be themselves and, and and be less heavily scripted and everything controlled and scrutinized and and so choreographed, no, like, we just, we just let them, instead of just letting them be themselves, and letting them uh, find their voice, everything is scripted, everything is heavily choreographed, everything seems fake, it doesn't seem genuine, that's why people aren't gravitating towards it, because everything seems, and it is, fake, not, the wrestling, not the the athleticism. It's the the characters. It's the interaction. It's the dialogue. It's the sequence that is the issue that people have. That's why they're tuning. They're turning it off. They're tuning it away because they see how things aren't so genuine. And when things aren't genuine, people are going to turn away. They can't relate to it, so they can't watch it. They don't want to watch it. Because it's not genuine, it's not real, it's not authentic, and that's what you have nowadays. You have a program where everything is so tightly wound up. It's like you you're just holding and clenching, you know, your your sphincter, just you know, clenching your your you know your butthole so much that you just you constipated. the 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 talent is just. Constantly because they're not they're not allowed to be themselves. They're not allowed to to have the ball and run with it. Rarely, few people are allowed to just take the ball and run with it. But then, at some point, they're sabotaged. They'll, they'll be sabotaged by WWE just meddling and, and nitpicking, and what they won't leave things alone. And that's what you have with with uh, WWE today and it's a shame because you have more wrestlers on the contract than ever before and you have some of the greatest assortment of talent and yet the ratings are on the toilet people aren't tuning in people are not buying tickets merch is still merch is still you know I think merch is the only thing that's that's up People are still buying t-shirts, but people aren't going to events. People are not getting the network. People are not uh, tuning in. and not watching Raw. They're not watching SmackDown. They're not going to the network because they know what they're going to get. And sometimes there's a few diamonds in the rough, but at the end of the day, it's all the same. And the reason why I still watch Raw, SmackDown, and, you know, of course, NXT. NXT is, you know, the exception because it's still... It's great. They still had great TV in the same company. You have it's night and day. You have Raw and SmackDown on the main roster. It's just horrible. And then you have NXT on the network that's an hour, and it's better than what five hours of content gives you. It's it's crazy. the The scales aren't <laughs> the scales are not leveled. It's insane. But the reason why I watch in WWE still is because just like everyone has their favorites across all the companies that are out there, all of the promotions, I have my favorites. And even if I wasn't doing this podcast, I would still tune in, but I wouldn't pay much mind to it. I would just like, oh, i just watch the 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 highlights, I'll read the dirt sheets, or I'll listen to uh, other podcasters that will report on what happened on Raw and SmackDown, you know, but I watch because hey, there's you know some curiosity, it's just a little bit, but just the the fact that, just the fact that we know what we're getting, and there's apologists on all sides of of wrestling community. You have your WWE apologists, you have your AEW apologists, you have your your Roh New Japan TNA you you have wrestling just you just have Smarks and I'm a Mark I I love there's many, assortments of wrestlers that I have you know a liking for and a respect for just like everyone does but you have to sometimes, uh take the fanboy or fangirl out of the out of the aspect out of the equations realize hey like maybe this isn't as good as we thought it was or thought it is like we need to kind of reevaluate some things because this is not working out but no we hopelessly cling to things that we know that isn't working because we we just want it to work so much because we we wish it and we ignore things that, that are obviously there and it's just too much and we just as as a whole wrestling wrestling fans we just need to get a grip and i'm gonna talk about the fans in a second regarding aew and their their press photos for a tv guide and their announcement for their their um the tv you know for their wrestling on tnn we'll get into that later you know we'll talk about that later we'll talk about that later uh but, yeah, the Raw reunion, in a nutshell, it's good to see Cena back. It's good to see Austin. It's good to see Kelly Kelly. Oh, my God. Like, remember, she joined WWE when she was 18. So, she she's, like, in, I believe in her 30s now. So, she's, like, at the height. She's at her peak and looks gorgeous. You know, a little older, Mature. Like, she looks more mature, but she still looks fantastic. Also, Candace Michelle. It's good seeing her. It was good seeing Melina. We haven't seen Melina on, on WWE programming in years. So she's off the, the shit list, but we still don't have Victoria Victoria's on the shit list. Like, for whatever reason. I don't know who, who, uh, uh, PP on. Um, and whoever's Cocoa Puffs in WWE, but I don't know. It's a shame, because is one of those those uh, very good talent Um, during, you know, in WWE, during the early 2000s, like, in early, mid-2000s. Like, she was it. And I know she went to TNA and, and whatnot, but come on now. And whatever, like, things that were leaked from her, like, regardless, like, grow up, like, grow up, we, we need to, uh, celebrate the talent, not focus on their, uh, discretions, because at the end of the day, they helped build WWE, say what you want, they helped build WWE, and also wrestling, fans were complaining, oh, there was no wrestling, why Melina didn't wrestle, why did Candace didn't wrestle, why didn't, uh, Kelly Kelly, why didn't, why didn't Caitlyn, and, and, alicia fox like no and this is gonna segue into something else it's a reunion show yes it you know summer slam is now two weeks away and there wasn't much build for summer slam on the reunion show but it's a reunion show like you know coming in what you're getting and with a few weeks to prepare, this is you know, something that was done in a few weeks' notice. So this is what you get. You cannot get mad when there's little to no wrestling for reunion shows. I'm not giving any excuses or leave really wear a password, that's what it is. It's a reunion show. You know, people were like, Man, oh, how come Austin didn't wrestle? Or how come so and so like, no. We don't need to see him, Russell. Like I would have wished, we would have had Melina do a split. But you know, of course, it's not Pete. That's not PG. So you gotta understand that. And if you want Melina doing splits, just go on the network or go on YouTube. Like, please go go on go on the network. It's there. Go on YouTube. It's free. And watch Melina do the splits that way. And by the way, Melina good-looking, still looks good, and of course, we age, humans, we age, but she still looks very nice, um, wow, <laughs> just, I gotta say, um, also, uh, the 24-7, the 24-7, uh, oof. so let's talk about some of the things that happened regarding the 24-7 title, and people were like, oh, it's, uh, I don't care, it's, it's, it's just a joke title, you know, the Benny Hill title, well, yeah, it is the Benny Hill title, but the, the thing is, it's some of the, some of the, like, highlights of the show, and especially, uh, Drake Maverick's wife, uh, Renee Michelle, mm, Renee Michelle, let, let, us dump some cold water on myself, uh, she's attractive, and she's in, uh, she was in the, the, the lingerie, uh, uh, fighting league, uh, I, I believe, and so she has some, some background, and I believe she was on the main classic as well, so, you know, of course, there you go, she has some background, but her, Drake Maverick, are truth and Carmella, like, they, they, they're one of the, the highlights of, of the show regarding the twenty four seven title. And also you have you know Drake Maverick winning the title from our truth be a distraction. Then Pat Patterson uh defeats Drake Maverick after getting distracted by the boogeyman and tripping over her. and then uh, <laughs> Gerald Briscoe (laughs) uh, defeats Pat Patterson, but we didn't see it. You know, it might have been a a camera, like a back cue, but uh, Gerald Briscoe pinned Pat Patterson. So that was a production. That was a production hour. Then Kelly Kelly defeats uh, Gerald Briscoe. She knees him in the nuts and then then, uh, pins him. And then she—that's the title. She walks away, and you know, history made. So we have our first female twenty-four-seven champ. So I'm—you know—I was like marking out because Kelly Kelly, like, she's attractive. Like, hey, like, and we're gonna get into we're gonna get into some uh, discussion about managers versus wrestlers when it comes to the female talent because there was something that was said on wrestling soup and as well as um Don Tony Kevin Castle show and um breakfast soup so you guys want to listen to some good discussions regarding wrestling and and whatnot hit DTKC up please hit them up also hit wrestling soup up I'm a patron to both shows because they have some good content for um for the Patreon. So hit them up, please, because they have some really good talks, very good conversations, and good debates. I love good debate. And that's why you need a, a, a co-host to work, to feed off of, and to have good debates and good conversations and good topics to cover. So, and I, I'm doing the long, but regardless, listen to their stuff. Hit up their Patreon, please. I'll put all that in the description below because they, they're they're the reasons why I wanted to do podcasting. Like the Defender, reason him, oh, the Wrestling Soup Boys, uh, DTKC, and Solo monster is another one. Like it was the reason why I wanted to become a podcaster, especially doing it all by yourself. It's uh, you know, it's, it's it has its challenges, but. It's fun. It's a lot of fun just talking about things that I enjoy and just topics and just getting real deep into it. But I'm going to talk about an issue that's been talked about regarding women wrestlers. And I'm going to get into that. So then we go and Countess Michelle defeats Kelly Kelly uh, be a pinfall, so it was good to see, Candice Michelle backstage, on Melina, Melina, um, uh, count the falls while well. so she revealed that, oh, I've been, I've been getting my license, so she, she has a referee license now, which is, <laughs> which is dope, you know, for, you know, for, for, for that segment, and then Alondra Blaze, guys probably don't remember, Alondra Blaze, uh, Medusa, she was Medusa in WCW, and the iconic scene when she dumps the WWF woman's Title in the trash on an episode of Nitro. Money Night Wars. I love the money. I missed the added to Nitro. So she chokes out Candice Michelle. To win the, the 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 twenty-four title, as she says. Like she's twenty-four champion. <laughs> she's twenty-four champion. Dude. It was a botch, but then she corrected herself later on. And then the million dollar man comes out as Alondra Blaze was gonna dump the twenty four seven title in the trash. Uh the million dollar man comes out and uh buys the title from her. And it was a couple of hundred dollars, and she, he gave her a couple of couple of hundred dollar bills here, and she you know she gave him the title, and she had a lot of cash. Cool. And then um, and then finally, we have Drake Maverick defeating Teddy Vasy as uh, Teddy Vasy was leaving in his limo, got the belt back. And then, r truth defeats Straight Maverick to get the title back, and r truth drove with uh, Drake Maverick's wife, Candace, uh, uh Renee Michelle, and that's <clears throat> that's how we left it for the Royal Union. So you know, you knew that eventually, r truth was gonna get the title back. So people say, like, "Oh, like why did?" that all these people get the, the titles, like, it's, take it for what it is, it's it's a joke, it's for the people who are saying, oh, like, what the fuck is this, like, why is the title changing hands, like, it's losing prestige, you guys remember the hardcore title? Back, during the Add to Era, you guys remember that? When title change was happening frequently, someone got pinned, uh, uh fucking, uh, Gerald Briscoe, pinned uh, uh, Pat Patterson while Pat Patterson was asleep. Don't you remember that? Like, come on now. Like, you, it's it's, it's just crazy how people just want to go on Twitter and they want to be heard and they just complain and complain and complain about nothing, a big fucking nothing burger. At least today's vegan burgers, if you eat Beyond Meat, burgers at least they have more flavor than a lot of these people have regarding their twitter discretions just one big nothing burger the sauce is bland lettuce is brown the to the tomatoes rotten pickles are gross like they just nothing just one big fucking nothing burger these people have when it comes to complaints on twitter because they want to just get tweak fucked and that term wasn't mine i didn't steal it it's don tony's term so shouts shouts out to don tony so that's his that's his term that's his term but it's true there's a lot of people just want to get on twitter and complain and just have attention they want attention drawn to themselves like come on now like just be you gotta do better than that like people just lose their minds just to just to get a little bit of clout on twitter so, you knew going in, regarding the 24-7 time, you knew what we was going to get. Like, come on now, guys. We got to do better than that. Like, we're fucking up. So, as we go along. So, overall, the Raw reunion had its fun points, has its highs and lows. The low point I want to mention is Seth Rollins' promo. Jesus Christ listen to that promo brock lesnar is a man like he says bro and a man could be something like that and i was like who and who in god's green earth told him that that was okay to say and it just shows that seth Rollins has no charisma he just he's just a, a shitty baby face i'm sorry and even when he was a heel and probably now he can be a better heel he should be a heel Especially since he's been going online and uh, trashing the fans, and you know, telling uh, Will Osprey, "Oh, like my bank account. Let's 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 compare bank accounts. Let's compare. You know, next thing he was gonna say, oh, let's compare uh, dicks. Let's have a dick merging contest. But you know, we already seen his dick via the the leaks, so we, we don't want to see that. Uh, I'm sorry, like no. So he of course he just went to the bank account because. You know, comparing other things wouldn't have been the best thing for Seth Rollins there. But just the fact that people are saying, hey, the two of you, being uh, Becky Lynch, don't have much chemistry together. What is going on? You know, and he was saying, oh, well, you know, people are jealous. You know, people are jealous if people, you know, they see... They see me and her together, and they have a crush on her. Of course, they're going to be mad. You know, something to that effect. Not, not just paraphrasing, but essentially, he's just saying that we're just jealous. Saying that, oh well, something that is blatantly obvious that Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch, you know, they're together. They're, they're, they're an item. They're a couple, and they don't have good chemistry on TV. And it's true. Like they're just very awkward. Becky is, well. She is the man, but she's acting very uh uh like standoffish, if you know, wanna call it that. She's very standoffish and very like cold. And you see that. And this is very awkward. And Seth Rollins' promos, you know, he we know he's not the greatest promo taker, but we we know he's a good wrestler. But just having him talk and especially around Becky Lynch, oh my god, so Cringe worthy. Jesus fucking Christ! Like they gotta no mic privileges for him, no Twitter privileges for him, and I understand. Look, I understand. All jokes aside, we we know that stuff is basically the the leader since you know he's he's on top. So we understand that he has to. You know, just say, "Hey, you know, WWE. We're great. We're the greatest thing in town. Like we, we got it. We, you have to put the company over. You have to say good things about it. Give good PR. But the moment that you just, just blatantly, just speak nonsense, just blatantly talk basura from your mouth, it's very. It's just apparent that he is." One of the many people, young people in wrestling today. And a lot of old people too. But a lot of young people, they just have, they just feel the need that they need to respond to everybody on Twitter. Like, you don't. You're, you're making, you're a fucking millionaire at your age. You're a fucking millionaire. You're doing what you love. You, you have a very attractive girlfriend in Becky Lynch. She's on top as well you have it all why in the fuck are you going on twitter and and becky too she's not exempt and i love becky lunch i love the man but she her too she has the need to go and respond to everybody and it's like if you know if things don't apply let it fly and if and if it applies to you then hey that's more of a you problem not a me problem it's not a us problem it's a you problem so when you come along and say oh well you know those people don't know what they're talking about all they're jealous because i'm dating becky lynch and they're not they have a crush on her and i'm dating her it's like oh my bank account like come on now like both of y'all just talking just caca just talking about straight garbage straight nonsense and they gotta stop you gotta wise up, you gotta be bigger, you gotta be the, the bigger man and the bigger man's man and just take criticism when it comes your way, because if you are truly bigger than that, then you will take the criticism to the chin instead of just going on and complaining, oh like these people, you know, like and then speaking of People tweeting their displeasure. Alexa Bliss she recently tweeted. Oof. She recently tweeted her her displeasure after her match with uh, the Fatal Four Way Elimination Match. Uh, Alexa with Alexa Bliss, Naomi, Carmella, and Natalia. So, this was a number one contenders match for the Raw Women's Title. So, whoever wins will face uh, Becky Lynch at SummerSlam, and of course, since SummerSlam is, is going to be at, going to be in Canada, so you knew who was going to win by default. And this match was bad. This match wasn't good at all. There was some some good spots where where. Alexa came in, and you know while while uh Natalia was submitting uh she was submitting uh naomi Alexa came in and tried to pin It's like that's smart that that's that's a genius that's that's intuitive, but a lot of times she was just in and out not not wrestling. And the match was bad. It was a lot of sloppy moments. And this match went on for too long. The match didn't need to last that long. It was 25 minutes. They should have just had the match be 15 minutes. Because... Having this match was... It it was really bad. And people were were chanting CM Punk. They were chanting, this was boring. And... uh, to be fair it was and this wasn't on the on the reunion show this was uh the week prior the week previous by the way for for um, reference um this uh, match happened not the, on the raw reunion episode but last week's raw the, the previous week's raw so of course people are going to are going to they're going to shit on this match and rightfully so because this match wasn't—it wasn't good. It went too long, and also the the people that the contenders that were in this match, but the potential contenders, N- Natalia, Natalia, wrestler, and of course she, Canadian, of course. But what she has done, Naomi, lover, gorgeous, uh, amazing bod, what she's done. Uh, Carmella, the only thing she's done is run around with R-Truth with a 24-7 title. And again, I'm going to get into into that in a bit, into wrestlers versus ballets, you know, managers, ballets versus wrestlers. We're going to get into that in a little bit. A lot of news to cover. And of course, you have, you have all, all these four competitors, no build-up, no, no, not on TV, they haven't been on TV, so, the match was gonna be cold, these four women, Alexa Bliss, she's been on TV, she's on, in the storyline, but she has not been producing well in the ring lately, and I get it, and I know, because she's cute as hell, She's like what, five foot three, don't know, five foot nothing, five foot one. So you see her cute, young, attractive girl, you know, that, that that girl next door look. We get it, she's cute. I get it. I understand. I totally get it. But just because she's cute doesn't mean she's excused from 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 this. If she has a, a shitty match, she has a shitty match. You cannot you cannot just gloss it over. Oh, she's my favorite. Oh, she she's good on on, on the mic. Yes, yes she is. she's good on the mic. But in the ring, she should not be in the ring. She's improved compared to the, when she first started. She's improved, but still is not. Is still, she has not been performing well, and WWE does not want to fire a lot of these a lot of these male and female talent because they don't want to. They don't want them to go to the competition, so it is what it is. But for Alexa Bliss to just go on Twitter and just say all oh, disrespectful, so we def- <clears throat> we the fans that go to these shows and we get a shit match, we get a shit quality of a match, we're just sitting our hands. We we can de- show our displeasure. We're gonna say, hey, this is this sucks. It's not the fans' fault for why your your match sucked. It It's your fault. And it's also WWE's fault for putting you guys out there with little to no buildup. Just putting you guys out there cold. It's their fault as well. But in the wrestling aspect, it's your fault. You did not deliver. The match sucked. And, you know, blame the agent, Fire the agent for that match as well. You know, and for Alexa Bliss to just get online it just shows the entitlement. Like oh because I'm you know, I'm you know, pretty but also because I'm uh I've been through a lot when I was younger, so I should I should be I shouldn't be ridiculed and blah 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 and it's like no like what you do right now matters. What you doing the ring matters. If you don't perform to your best of your abilities, and you you stink up the joint, that's your fault. You cannot blame the fans and call them disrespectful when hey you you were the one that had a shit match. It is what it is. You just got to do better the next time. Go out there and give the fans what they deserve. You know, and it's just crazy. It's just insane. But anyways, from that, I want to talk about women's wrestlers versus, you know, bikini models or ballets or managers. So this was brought up, again, on DTKC and on Wrestling Soup. So we, you know, they talked about Rustler, women's wrestlers, that should not be in the, should not be wrestling, should not have the title of a wrestler, and I agree, there's a lot of women in the roster that should not be there wrestling, they, they should not be outside, you know, they should not be in the ring competing, they should be either let go, or they should be in, you know, As a, let's say, as a manager or a ballet. And that's fine. If you can't wrestle, if wrestling isn't your strong point, then what do you do? You emphasize, you bring out their, their strengths. You don't bring out and expose their weaknesses. If you know they can't wrestle, and you're supposed to come out there and wrestle anyways, you're exposing Hey, they cannot wrestle, they don't belong in the ring, they don't belong on TV, in that capacity. So, what you do is, hey, they look good, pair them up with someone. If they're good on the mic, or they look good, or they can be useful as a manager, they can help elevate someone. Look at Andrade. Andrade in NXT was floundering. And as soon as they hooked him up with uh, Selena Vega in NXT it immediately raises value up. He was winning matches. He was he was there, and then he won the NXT title. And he had some of the greatest matches as well. And he has great matches before. But just having, you know, the valet, having a manager, like Selena Vega, cute as hell. She's, like, she is perfect. And we need more of that. We can't just have all oh, because we need to be inclusive everyone needs to have a model everyone needs to everyone needs to participate no if you cannot wrestle then you don't belong in a ring like i know i can't wrestle but i'm not gonna say oh well you should give me a chance we gotta be inclusive we gotta give everyone a chance no if i can't fucking wrestle i can't fucking wrestle and if these girls cannot wrestle then they should not be in the ring they should not be in in the ring and call themselves wrestlers. And they they, they fail, they botch, and they've been there as long as they have, and they still cannot, you know, produce a good quality match. They cannot wrestle. And it's fine. If you cannot wrestle, that's okay. You know why? Because there's other roles that they can fulfill. They could be a valet. They could be a manager. They can be a mouthpiece. Look, it's worked. It's worked well for many people, but the fact of the matter is, with this uh, women's revolution and the PC culture and, and just the political climate, everyone has to be included. And I decided to say that politics has gotten into wrestling, not the, the backstage politics, uh, you know, what you're going to do, brother. Like, no, the politics of gender equality and and all that. When we know if you're not good in one area, maybe you're good in another area. But because with the women, everyone's got to be inclusive. Everyone's got to be. Everyone has to have a, a participation medal, and all the all the medals have to be gold, not a few of them gold, few of them silver, and a few of them bronze. No, everyone has to have a gold medal. So that's how it is now. Women that cannot wrestle, you know, Dana Brooke, you know she has a look, she's strong, she can be a bodyguard for someone, she could be that that enforcer for someone, uh, Alexa Bliss, she could be a mouthpiece for someone, she could be that, that, that nice valet, that nice arm candy that can talk, the nice, nice mouthpiece, I should say, excuse me, The nice mouthpiece, she can definitely have that. She can be useful, a good utility in that aspect. But they're not. And they and they have so many women there that cannot wrestle. And you have women that, that can. You have Bailey, you have Alexa Bliss, you have Charlotte and Sasha Banks if she comes back. You have Carrie Sane, you have Alexa. You have Natalia. Uh Mickey James is still on, under contract. It's just insane that when it comes to, you know, having both brands and whatnot, and having a lot of these women, a lot of times they're just sitting in the back just chilling. They're not doing much. They're just, but when they have to go out and wrestle. Well, no, you you can have Carmella be be the R-Truth's, you know, sidekick, uh, companion, mouthpiece, whatever. And help him out. She's good in that role. You can have Alexa Bliss be someone's manager. She's good in that role. You can have someone like, you know, Zillian Vega Good in that role as well. You can have someone for... uh You can have Dana Brooke be someone's enforcer. You know, you can, like, be like... uh, uh Diesel and Shawn Michaels. You can have it be like that. Like, use these females that cannot wrestle use them in other ways because at the end of the day sex sells uh mandy rose same deal she she's improved but it's all smoke and mirrors as well it's all just uh, a funny light show it's a shame because she has some promise but you know it's just it fills it out unfortunately um but she can be a good a good side piece she can be something. She could be a utility for something else. Cause again they sex sells. You're you're you have a wrestling show that's catered to males, uh eighteen, well sixteen something, but teen uh sixteen and sixteen to forty five. So you have gorgeous, beautiful women on T V, dressed nice, hair done. Looking good, being someone's valet, being someone's manager, someone's mouthpiece. Rather than out there wrestling and, and getting their hair messed up when they could use their beauty as an asset. Using their their, their looks, their bodies as an asset. Because it's entertainment, right? It's the entertainment aspect of, of sports entertainment. So you can do that. But of course, no, it's just going to happen all all wrestle. We'll just have them, people that that can't talk, have them talking to people that can talk. We don't have them talk, and the people that wrestle, no, we're not going to have them wrestle. Just have more people that can't wrestle, wrestle on TV. It is what it is. You just have that. You can have, and this is what uh, Anthony, Anthony Missionary Thomas from Wrestling Soup suggested, that there'll be a split you have. SmackDown be the more wrestling-centric show, so you'll have the, the wrestlers that can wrestle on there um, be on SmackDown, and then the women that can't wrestle, you can have them be on Raw, because Raw's the more entertainment, since the Raw is the flagship show, so we have more things happening, and it's three hours long. Lord help me. You can have women on there that, that can't wrestle, per se, but you know, that could be a good mouthpiece, a good ballet, what have you. You can do that, you can use that. But the moment the moment that they do that, trust me, things will go better. It should go much better if you just split up the woman that can wrestle and the woman that can't. Cause not everything needs to be inclusive. When you try to have everyone wrestle when you know they can't wrestle, it just, just like some Marxist shit when it comes to, to this all. Like everyone gets a pie. Like what if what if some people don't are allergic to to strawberries or they're allergic to blueberries? What happens? What happens if someone's allergic to to uh you know peanuts or whatever and you give everyone peanuts, you give everyone blueberry pie or whatever and they're allergic to it what happens now so the that that analogy that people need to understand like hey like nine one, nine one anyone should wrestle because you, you can lace up a pair of boots doesn't mean you should rustle. if you can't rustle, there's other things you can do there's other avenues you can explore and use your talents if you you have a potential to be a good manager or you have a good potential to be a good mouthpiece. Do it. Like they should be allowed to do it. But again, WWE's world. No, this is one big fat no. And it's a shame too because it's a lot of beautiful women that that they're not utilizing. They're not utilizing for their looks, you know, for their, you know, for their, you know, for their voice, and it sucks. That's what you're going to continue to get. You're just gonna continue to get more mediocre matches. You're going to continue to get more of the same smoke and mirrors tour that you've been seeing. And it, it sucks. It truly sucks. So, CM Punk says that he received an offer from All Elite Wrestling via text message. So, immediately. When you hear CM Punk and text message in the same sentence is not a good sign because remember, he was let go by WWE via a text message and you know, priority mail via FedEx as well. So he he essentially got fired via via text message and via mail. So when you and and Cody and and. And the Jackson Bros, and the you know the elite, and all, and, and their great wisdom, you know how this guy got fucking fired, and oh let's just send Punk a text message to see he wants to join AEW. Are you all elite, bro? You know like the the fuck like that that he didn't actually say that, but just you know imagine if he would have. Uh, if Cody or, uh, Matt Jackson would have, uh, of the Jackson bros would have said, you know, in a text message, but in the great wisdom, why an ever-loving fuck would you say, oh, let's, let's just, uh, let's just have, let's just send Cody, let's just have Cody or, or one of the Bucks send a text message to CM Punk someone that got fired off a fucking text message ask him if he wants to join uh, with aew that's very smart very ingenious uh yeah big brain i guess so big brain that brain is turned into a little brain and is crazy so i'm gonna read the conversation so from Uh, wrestling sheets and there's a quote from CM Punk and I quote I think there's uh, expectation it's been purely bu- been built by them my silence to some fans means something they're trying to read the tea leaves but there's nothing to read I've even felt like talking about it made me feel like I'm putting some sort of negative slant on it but I'm really not the fact is that I know I've been teased. And they've been teased me at, at nauseum. And if anybody is going to get mad at me because I don't show up, well, well then, I don't know what to tell you. One of those things is that it's none of my business. Uh, continue on. They do videos where they talk about me. They're constantly talking about me in the media, and again, maybe this sounds like I'm badgering them, but I'm not. It's just something that happens. I'm a popular guy to talk about, but I'm not doing interviews talking about them. If people ask me about it, I say, no, I won't be there. Then the UFC contract fighter was asked straight up if anything between he and AEW was imminent, and this is what he said punk the last thing i got i got a text from cody and again i almost didn't even know how to reply to them sometime because if i reply then they do interviews saying oh yeah i talked to punk i'm kind of then if i do then if i don't i always think if someone wants to do business with me they can come and talk to me texting offers isn't really a way to do business to do good business at least of course that is absolutely true. You don't conduct business via text message. There's something called a phone. There's something called getting your ass on a plane and, and meeting the person where they live at, or coming together halfway and talking. Anyways, then ESPN said, "What was was it an offer via text, punk? It was text through three people. An offer came in uh, through text." This is like a month ago maybe e s p n an offer for all out punk i think it was just a general offer i couldn't i could have done the last one in Vegas there were nothing because i was i was in California for c f f c then punk talked about his u f c future in an interview, and he wouldn't be surprised to get cut. I'm not that dude who sat down and On a stage in Vegas 8 years ago. He added. I'm not that dude that left WWE. I'm not that guy. That was 5 years ago. uh, Phil. I'm a different dude now. People still have. uh, That connotation like. Oh he hates WWE. And it's just like no. I've all. I'd let it all go. And I've let all that go. So long ago. But there are people who still hold on to that. And I think that. I still, they still think, or they want me to be who I was. I'm not who I was yesterday. This is my journey. This is my odyssey. And and to end on that, I I agree. Like in terms of of the texting, conducting business, be a text message, no. not a good fucking thing. You if you want Punk to be an AEW, or Vince wants seeing Punk back. They that that's gonna another bridge completely. They gotta rebuild. But for AEW, Cody or the Bucks, they have to say, hey, let's talk in person. Let's meet up. Let's uh, let's I fly out to you, or we meet each other halfway, or whatever, and let's talk. Let's talk business. You talk business in person, over the phone, over a phone conference. You don't do a fucking uh via email or via text message. You know, you send messages like quick little messages, "Hey, I'm down the block," or "Hey, like, um, what do you think about this?" You do that via text or via email. You don't conduct business, dealing with with money and 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 contracts over text messages. You don't do that shit. And of course, I understand if if he would have said, "Oh, if he would have responded," then the dirt shoes would have been all over all over it because you know Cody just can't help himself sometimes. And I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get into Cody in a little bit. And it's just insane that in this day and age, damn it if you do, damn it if you don't if you you if you don't say nothing, you're wrong. if you do say something, people take it out of context. and with punk, I totally understand he he's left- he let that go, he's dropped the baggage he wants to move on with the rest of his life, but on the other hand. A lot of fans, and me included, the way that CM Punk left, it sucked. It wasn't ceremonious, it wasn't on a high note, it was just via text, it was via uh mail, it was it was a shit the way that he left. And I totally understand, I totally get that you know the fans want him to have a proper send off, to have him talk and like, hey, like just give us a proper goodbye, or just, you know, just one more, one more ride, and then you go off into the sunset, and that's why, when it comes to, like, CM Punk talk, like, he is synonymous with wrestling, he's synonymous with WWE, he is, he was one of the last few big names to leave, and the way that he, the way that he was fired, and let go was was bullshit. And that's why people want him to wrestle. If it's in WWE, if it's in in uh, AEW, that's why people want him to to come. He want they wanted to come back, and I and I do want him to come back as well. I really want him to come back and have one last run, one good run, and then he goes off in the sunset and have you know babies with AJ Lee. And it's strange that people you know Vince son and. and and Cody, they didn't come up to, to AJ Lee, especially since AJ Lee, more so AEW, you know, AJ Lee is one of the few women that started the women's revolution. She was the true one, not Nikki Bella, you know, not, not the Bella twins. It, it was AJ Lee. She went on Twitter and blasted Stephanie, you know, of course. And she started. Now it's like, and and I guess because of that, she she distanced herself from from you know from wrestling. And I understand the the fans could be very uh, unforgiving. They could be very uh, uh, just out there. I understand, but it'll be cool for at least um, you know one of them or both of them to come back and just have one just one more go. Before they they just go off into the sunset and have a family, because you know Punk isn't getting any any younger, AJ Lee isn't getting any younger, so it's the the clock is ticking. And if they decide not to, it's fine. But just say a goodbye, just address the fans and and be done with it. You know, when I really want Punk to come back to wrestling, or at least just say goodbye. That that's just my take on things. And let me talk about Cody, because of course Cody and his great wisdom. Uh, just yeah, let's just send the guy that got fired from that other company. Let's just ask him about a business offer via text. Let's just do that. And their ever loving wisdom. Let's just let's just do that. And, you know, the reason why I bring up Cody Rose is because, of course, his, you know, the fact of the matter is, Cody, Brandy, it's just the same shit when it comes to AEW. The fans, they, they drink this dude's bath water more so than than Brandy, and if uh, if I had to choose between drinking cody's bath water or brandy rose's bath water i will drink brandy Rose's bath water um just hypothetically because that shit's gross i'll never drink it neither but if i had to choose if i was in a dire situation and i was fucking thirsty and i was just out of saliva maybe but that's a, a hypothetical situation so thank god we don't have to you know that isn't real but these fans of AEW and you know, of Cody are just drinking his bathwater. They're just they're believing everything that he says and, and back everything he says, even though some of the things he's said or done is questionable. And you have to, you know, for the love of God, you have to just say yourself, maybe Cody Shan said this. Maybe you should have rethought things through, you should have thought things out uh, better, you know, and especially with this little jump from, from AEW, so AEW announced that they are premiering their wrestling show on TV on October 2nd, so now we have a date, it's official, and to promote that, they had a photo shoot. Where Cody, Brandy, Kenny, uh, the Bucks, uh, that Japanese guy, I forgot his name, um, Michael Tozawa, forgot his name. Um, I apologize. Um, and Tony Khan, and if one other person. I don't think Hangman Page is there. Um, I would I would expect he'll be there. But uh, regardless, um, they were all dressed nice in suits, nice, uh, nice, uh, nice threads they had on. But it's like, what does this have to do with wrestling? What this, what does this have to do with anything wrestling? And it doesn't. You you look at the picture. We know because we're a wrestling fan. We know who Cody is. We know who Brandy is. We know who Kenny Omega is. We know who the Bucks are. We know who uh Tony Khan is. But the average person they don't know who the fuck these people are. They probably know Cody, probably, but they don't they don't know who who these guys are. And just to to show all oh, like what, what is this all oh, this. New series, we're premiering this new series on TNN on October second. What is this? This Is a, a sitcom? This is a drama? You know, uh, Kenny Omega, you know Kenny Omega and and, and the boys and you know, living in a in a mansion for for thirty days. Like, no, like w- what does it have to do with wrestling? On one hand, the uh, the trailer that they had for for the, the date premiere to let people know when they'll be on tv that was great yeah, that was great the the um the videos the road to all out those were great but what they did here with the tv guide cause this is a, a a photo for the tv guide it was a, a wrong step and of course you have the wrestling fans just go ballistic it's like oh how like this is great and then they're showing oh but but look at this so like, you, you talk about about you know aew and their photo shoot but but look at this it's it's total bellas and it's the the bella twins and darren bryan and john Cena. It's like what you're just proving you just proven the point that this looks like a really bad like a really bad reality show and at least with WWE and their reach and their market and their cash flow, they can get away with this because they already have established wrestling programming. So, they can they can get away with that. But they can get away with having shitty Bell Twins uh, TV show. You know, uh, Miz and Mrs., that's like the, the one of the few good reality TV shows from WWE. Because you see... Ms. and Maurice, and they actually look like a couple, they sound like a couple, and they generally have a good time with each other, they have good chemistry, something that uh, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins doesn't have, but nonetheless, you see that it's genuine, when you look at this, when you look at Total Bells, it doesn't look genuine. And it's just one big inside joke. That that photo right there is just one illustration that this shit is just one big fat inside joke. And it's a shame because they were doing everything right with with everything regarding uh the all out video packages and the promos with the with the with the trailer or you wanna call it for the T V the T V show, the wrestling show on on um on TV but nope let's let's not do that let's just have let's just have them have everyone dress up in a room really nice looking nope Let, let's not let's not have any wrestling in the photo let's not let's not have Cody in his gear or Brandy in her gear or Kenny in, in in his gear. Or the Bucks. Or in a wrestling ring. Like oh let's not. Let's not have. Cody and the Bucks. You know the elite. On on the. On the ramp. On the ramp way. And have. A good amount of roster. On, on the ring. Let's not have that. Let's just have. All the elite. Let's have all the elite. Because you know. It's one big circle jerk. Let's have them on. And. Just all nice, and that's it. You'd be like, oh my god, this is great. No, it's not. It's pretty bad. It's not a way to promote your wrestling show. It's a show about wrestling. It's not a a a, a sitcom. It's not Beverly Hills, 91210. Uh, it's a wrestling show, and the and the fans, of course, defending it, and also putting their foot in their mouths. Oh, what about this? Like WWE can get away with that. Because they have their wrestling, they have Raw, SmackDown, you know, to the masses and they have things that the, casu- the the casuals and the hardcore fans can watch. And you have you have things like reality shows, you have movies, because they can get away with, they can get away with that. AEW cannot. They're a new company on the scene and they have to show that hey, this is really real wrestling. this is crazy and and the fans are are no help the 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 rabbit fans are no help in this because they just they just drink and swallow and chew the bath water and it's insane that we I say this in in fucking twenty nineteen just. Have some, like, on the fan side, have common sense with Cody and, and, and the Elite. Just do better. Worry about trying to grow your own brand. You you haven't had your TV. You haven't had one live episode yet, and you're already floundering because you're worried about competing with WWE. You need to compete with yourselves. You need to... Worry about having good television, good storylines, good characters, promote your your uh your product, show people why they should tune into to AEW on October second and then into the future and watch the pay per views, buy their merch, buy T shirts, buy tickets to see them live, not let's just dress up, let's just play dress up and compete with WWE. Let's just go on Twitter and, and and respond to people that don't need responding. Don't go on your SDW tirades, Cody, Brandy. Let's not do that. Let's just focus on running your damn company and bring us some good wrestling, good storylines, and bring wrestling back. Have competition. But of course you had to build yourselves up first. Don't battle the big dog when you're at level 10 and the other guys is level 100. Don't do that because you're going to shoot yourself in the foot. It's crazy. We had to talk about this nonsense. It's insane that we had to bring this up. But it has to be said. Anyways. We have WWE news. So. Per the Wrestling Observer, we have a rollout of the new WWE Network. So it's been revamped with tiers. So, and that quote from ringsidenews.com, the Wrestling Observer reports that WWE is changing many things about their network with a multi-tiered system. These premium tiers will not only give fans access to big WWE shows, but it will also include events from indie companies that WWE is friendly with. And I quote, there will be a number of changes announced. Things talked about like possible multi-tier network ideas talked about in the past are free tier where you could watch a program, but not the pay-per-views. The current 999 tier will still carry pay-per-views in NXT big shows and more expensive premium tiers which will have new features including live special live specials programming from affiliate program affiliate promotions and are almost sure to be happening relatively soon and then to continue we have to see how WWE how soon WWE can implement these changes and what they plan on offering with the bonus content? Because there is bonus content for uh, the nine, I believe the nine ninety nine tier and uh, the premium VIP tier, and we don't know what those bonus content is. So we gotta find out what that is. So yeah, they plan on offering with this bonus content for fans to pay more for the access. WWE is already offering fans loads of content. But WWE Network can soon be a destination for fans who are paying it, are paying for it, so they can watch their favorite indie promotions as well. So this is a good step in the right direction, especially since the WWE Network needs a, needed a revamp. And still, nine ninety nine is a good bargain. You have access to all the WWE's pay-per-views, past and present, all the, the all the TV shows. NXT, all the takeovers, all the the vault, all the classic stuff, all the the diamonds in the rough, you want to call it. It's a great deal. It's a great bargain. So, 999 is a good deal. And if you go to that higher tier, you have way more content to to watch and enjoy. So, it's it's a good thing. I may actually consider resubscribing to the network. Anyways... I'm going to talk about that a bit, and we'll talk about the quarter, the second quarter earnings really quick before we we piece out of here. So, second quarter, 2019 highlights. We'll talk about the highlights for a little bit. Revenue were $268.9 million as compared to 281.6 Two hundred eighty-one point six million in the prior year quarter, so they went up in terms of revenue. Operating income was seventeen point one million dollars adjusted. OIBDA was thirty-four point six million, which exceeded the company's uh, guidance. So that's good news. They're getting more revenue, and of course. Announced content distribution deals with BT Sport in the UK, Fox, uh, Fox Sports in Atlanta, uh, Latin America, and PP Sports in China. <laughs> uh, come on now, get act mature. Uh, providing strong platforms for reaching WWE audience. WWE network averages paid subscribers were 1.69 million paid. Subscribers consistent with the company's guidelines, so they still at that one, that one and a half million subscriber uh, line, and then digital video views increase 17% to nine billion hours consumed, increase 22% to 300 and. 24 million hours across digital platforms and social media follow increase 10% over 1.2 billion. So people are watching a lot of, a lot of, um, content over Facebook, YouTube, social media in general, they, are all over. So that's all the, the views combined from all social media and that's good. You got to use social media. You got to use it to your advantage, use it as a, as a weapon. For good. Okay, then we have the network. The company initiated the transition of the WD network to a new platform on July twenty-fourth, which provide users with better experience and a more intuitive interface and enhanced search functionality. Finally, because the search functionality sucked. The 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 UI or the user interface sucked ass. So they needed to to pull this out. They needed to structure it better. And I'm glad that they are. Again, I mean, it's enticing, more enticing for me to get the network, it seems. Uh, let's see. And including an addition of free and premium tiers as well as the localization of content in multiple languages. So that's good. Getting the international flavor there, too. So more people from different languages and a region of the world to enjoy the content. So that's good. Really good. Uh Produce more than 90 hours of original network content, including live in-ring programs and talent documentaries, such as The Shield, Final Chapter, and WWE 24, The Year on the Rousey, respectively. And the Batista one as well. They forgot about that one. That one's pretty good. And... Wow, so that that's just the, the gist of it. They this is the and I can go more in depth with the, the quarter earnings. I can actually just check out let's check out here the 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 domestic TV ratings for quarter one of twenty nineteen raw did a fourteen percent and then quarter two did a 14% so in April they did a 21%, May 8%, June 11%. So you see, after WrestleMania, it just went down, just declined. SmackDown 13% for first quarter, 11% for first quarter, April 19%, May 8%, and then June, 7%. So you see that decline for Raw and SmackDown respectively. Digital consumption. First quarter, 23%. Second quarter, 22%. April, 14%. May, 25%. June, 28%. And views, 15%. For first quarter, 17%. Second quarter, April, May, June, 1%, 17%, and 38%, respectively. And an average live attendance for North America. First quarter, 12%. Second quarter, 2%. April, 12%. May, 6%. June, 4%. And mind you, this is on the corporate website, corporate.wb.com. So I'm not... You know, pulling these numbers out of my ass. These, This is from the corporate website of WWE. The investors, because, you know, of course, investors invest in this company. Let's see. And the revenue here is in the millions, by the way. So, net revenues for 2019, three months, and uh, June 30th uh, from 2019, now I'm just quickly just gonna go from the salt. Basically they made more money. They basically made more money. Uh the media they made uh they had one hundred and ninety seven million uh two hundred and two point six million for twenty eighteen Live events forty eight point eight million they went down from 2019. so from 2018 they made fifty two point three million in live events uh, consumer products actually went up actually went down I should say excuse me so from 2018 they made twenty three point one million and then 2018 twenty six point seven million so they went down and then everything is going down. And it's, like, another correlation. Uh, It's just numbers are down. Some media, live events, consumer products, corporate. Like, everything was up in 2018. So when you hear everyone talking about, yeah, like, 2018 was, like, the last decent year. Because everything started going down towards the end of the year. Everything just went low and low and low. And you could attest to having the McMahon's on T V and having the, the 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 authority angle. You can have Lesnar and Strowman having their cage match just for Lesnar to come out and at Fire one and and the match is thrown out. You can have, that's like one of the reasons also the Saudi Arabia deal. You can have that's one of the reasons why people are tuning turning away from the product because they deal with Saudi Arabia and people uh, their moral compass to say, hey, like, this is not a good idea, I don't want to support this company, knowing that Saudi Arabia, all the, the bad things that they government, are not the people, because there are fans all over the world, I love WWE, it's the government of Saudi Arabia that people have an issue of, and it's, it's understandable, I have my issues too, so it's to be, it's to be, uh, uh, understand. it's understandable for that, they're just going over, like, just uh, let's go with it. Ooh, the ticket sales. Let's see. So, ticket sales uh, North America ticket sales from t- uh, for 2019, three months and uh, June 30th, 33.6 million for 2019, and for 2018, 33.5. So it went up a little bit. Then six months in, June 30th, 2019, 57.7 million. And then for 2018, 36.3 million. So see, it went up ticket sales. You know, ticket sales were up in 2018 and it went down. And it's, it's they still down across the board. And national ticket sales from 2019, 9.5 million. And then from June 30th, 2018, you are at 13.5 million. So that's a huge drop. And then six months end, so in the six month timeline from up to June 30th, 2019, 9.7 million. And then from six months end, June 30th, 2018, 13.5 million. So you see that drop just across the board. Advertisement sponsorships, uh, 0.8 mil for 2019, 0.9 mil for 2018. And then six months, 1.2 mil, that's six months, uh, 2019. And then six months to 2018, 1.1 million. It's like, Jesus Christ, everything's going down. Oh, it's just just one point, it's 1.2, 1.1. It makes a difference. It truly makes a difference. And there's a lot of like graphs and numbers so I'm not going to get into this, but just basically the the revenue and the viewership and the ticket sales, it just shows how, just how low this year has been. It's been very low and they, they really got to do something. They got to pull something out of their ass so they can have more more, peop- uh, more people coming in and watch their shows. Because you can't keep going along, oh, this is fine, yeah, we're getting money from Saudi Arabia, we're getting money from Fox and USA, but at some point, the investor's gonna say, yo, like, we're investing money with all these ads, you know, these advertisements, all this marketing, and what's going on, like, people aren't coming to the shows, uh, there's no revenue, there's revenue coming in because of all these deals, but through ticket sales, through venues, you know, through merch, and not getting that, and I think they need to stop Giving out five-year contracts to people, you know that's like one way to save money. Yeah, fire a lot of these people, you know, just have them sign one-year, one-year, two-year deals instead of having them sign five-year deals so they can stay in WWE so they don't go to AEW. You know, if you have more money annually, like someone's yearly salary, like yeah, not even one person. You have like five people have their salaries, and you can save up a lot of money. lot of revenue right there but nope and i'm not i'm not a ceo i'm not in charge i'm not in marketing not in finance but it's just it's just plainly clear like they want to keep people in you know under contract so they don't go to other companies and that's what you got that will that will help save some revenue but they just gotta worry about the tv product they gotta worry about their their house shows and their raw and smackdown events and their pay-per-views because it's tarping off you can't keep tarping off sections and think that that no one's gonna notice people are gonna notice eventually so it, it is what it is um guys whew, it is it's been fun i truly thank you guys for getting all the way to the end of this and i uh you are truly the mbps here of uh of this podcast, you the listeners are the MVPs here. So, guys, if you made it all the way to the end, please consider a subscribe. Please consider subscribing to my podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. On if it's iTunes, if it's Google Play, if it's Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, if it's uh, I'm trying to get it to other other platforms, but those are the ones I'm on. Please consider leaving a leaving a, a review it will greatly help out my my podcast to get to other people and to other potential uh listeners because we're all about growing out here. We're we're trying to grow, we're trying to we're trying to eat out here. So I would truly appreciate you guys leaving feedback and also subscribe. And if you wanna follow me and get updates from me, Twitter is your best friend that psycho best friend, but regardless of best friend nonetheless, twitter.com slash TV. Also, if you want more information about myself and the other co-hosts that have been on the show, please consider going to roomprimetv.com. Again, that is tv.com. You can find all the links to social media, to my podcast feeds and as well as little bios and little uh uh info about my uh my myself and my other podcast companions and comrades and cohorts wherever you want to call us also you can find spotlighted episodes of my past podcasts and -and up-and-coming events but if you want more information regarding what i'm going to be talking about or uh Whenever I post new podcast episodes, Twitter, Twitter is your best friend. It it is and always will be your best friend when it comes to getting information quick. So, guys, for myself, Ron himself, Agent Neil, Kaiser Six, Super Freak, Heracles, and for Hellcat, I know you guys uh, wondering where she is. She'll be back. But for all of us here at Room Prime TV, I thank you for listening, and I will see you very soon in a new episode of Table for One, only here on Room Prime TV. So I bid you a farewell and adieu. I'm gonna shut the hell up now and get this bit out for you guys.